with us. Here we are in our little Advent series on the lead up to Christmas. Now Christmas is one of my absolute favourite seasons. Uh, I love Christmas, I love all that it brings. Uh, but this year, let's be honest, it's been a challenging year, even doing church online, uh, not being able to sing carols together and see the Christmas play live with the kids, even though kids did brilliantly, loved it, absolutely fantastic job guys. Uh, but it, is, it has been a challenging year and we've had a whole bunch of different curveballs thrown at us and different scenarios and things we've had to work through, uh, pivot, uh, change direction, have a go at different things. And when you look at the Christmas story, the story of Joseph and Mary and giving birth to Jesus, and as we lead into Christmas with that, here Mary, she had to pivot. She had to change direction. She had to um, do things which she probably hadn't planned on doing. But she had this incredible ability to embrace change in an astonishing way. Because you can imagine as a young girl in, in Nazareth up by the Sea of Galilee, and here she is her fiance, with her fiancé Joseph. And you can imagine she'd planned it out of how it was going to all look, how things going to work out. She was probably excited, you know, for the wedding, you know, to plan the wedding and putting all the things together, to have it with her family and friends, and then to have a honeymoon, uh, maybe, you know, just hire a boat and cross over the Sea of Galilee to a nice little spot over there, nice little resort, spend a couple of nights, gonna be fantastic. And then, you know, after the honeymoon with Joseph, come home and hey, began to nest. Uh, you know, Joseph's a carpenter, so maybe he could build some furniture and, um, you know, put some things in there and uh, maybe even build a whole new house for them. You know, you'd imagine all the thoughts of a young girl who's about to be married going and, and planning it out and the thoughts, and then maybe, maybe down the track we could have kids, you know, give it a couple of years maybe, and then we could embark on that journey. And, and all those thoughts would have been going through her head. How wonderful everything is going to be. But then the angel Gabriel turns up he appears, and, and, and he starts with, don't be afraid. And uh, she's probably freaking out at that point, going, oh my goodness, what is going on? What is this angel doing in my room? And the angel says to her, he says, don't be afraid, Mary, you have found favor. You have found favor with God. God's with you. He loves you. And then he says, and, and you will conceive and give birth to a son and you had to call him Jesus. And she's going, what? Hang on, did I just hear that? So um, I'm going to conceive in a son. And, and then she asked this question. And I think this is the pivotal question uh, and, and the challenge for today. And she says, how will this be? Since um, I'm a virgin, how, how, how does this work out? How does this all happen? And the, the angel answers, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And this is what I want to speak to you about this morning. This is what I want to call you to. See, the power of the Holy Spirit. See, everything that happens is when the Spirit of God comes. You know, I'm, I'm just so captivated by this. 
See, you, you may have a situation at the moment where in your head you're going, how, how will this happen? How am I going to get through this? How does this work out? How does this all come together? How? How does it work? How will this be? How on earth? See, I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit is still at work. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And, and when I look at that, because, you know, and, and the, the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The power of the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. What does that mean? Well, different translator translations, uh, you know, some translate it as it will rest on you or it will um, cover you or hover over you. The presence of God will come, overshadow you. The filling of the Holy Spirit will come. It's a supernatural power of God thing that changes everything. You know, even when you go right to, I mean, the second book, in, uh, second verse, rather, in the book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. You know, it talks about that the, 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 the earth is formless and void. It's darkness. And then the Spirit of God hovers over the waters. See, the Spirit of God, right, right at that point, right before the creation, the Spirit of God is hovering there. It's overshadowing. It's, it's, it's brooding over the earth. And then everything comes to life. Creation happens. New life is birth, trees, flowers, people, animals. It all, all comes out because the Spirit of God is right there, brooding, hovering over the earth. When we come to, uh, when we come to Jesus' water baptism, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is hovering, it appears as a dove, in the form of a dove over his head. On the day of Pentecost, the, the birthday of the church, where the church is birthed, the disciples, they're, they're in there, they're praying, they're in the upper room, they're waiting, they're hoping, they're going, how will this happen? See, Jesus has said to them, he's going to send the Holy Spirit. And that, in, that, in that how will this happen moment, it's not looking great for them, this persecution. And then the Spirit of God hovers, comes on their heads in the form of tongues of fire, flames of fire on their heads. And the church comes alive. There's new birth, there's new life, there's new strength, the power of God. See, see when the power of God, the supernatural, turns up, see, there's creativity, there's creation, there's new life, new things come into being. There's boldness, there's authority attached to that. There's the supernatural. And I'm a great believer in, in the supernatural. The goodness of God. See, when the favor of God comes upon us, brings life, new life. You know, when I, when I read that scripture, when I was preparing for this, I read that the Spirit of God, I, I was just captured by it. And then, then I remembered um, that I'd written something in my journal uh, a few months earlier. And so I, I, I pulled out my journal and... Um, yeah, and it's just this page, it says, The Holy Spirit, Creator God, hovering, brooding over, that we dwell under the shadow of the Most High God. And, and, and I'd just written these notes down, and, and I could almost prophesy these over our church. This is my sense of God. And, and my general, I just 
write different things as, as, as you know when I spend time in prayer or reading and things like that. But when I went back and looked at this and and just connected with it, see, my belief is that the Spirit of God is hovering over our church, that He's there, that He's doing things in the background, that there's a new season of life. The goodness of God is with us. The goodness of God is with you, that he's hovering. See, for me at this time, I had the sense that the Spirit of God is hovering over our church. And that if we were in church at the moment, uh, and not online, you know, that I would prophesy and I'd speak this over you, and I'd speak this over our church. That there's the sense of expectation that something new is about to be birthed. That the goodness of God is with us. That he is overshadowing us. That he's hovering over us. That he's resting on us. And there are the new things to come to life. See, and I, and I absolutely love Mary's response to Gabriel the angel. Luke chapter 138, she says, I am the Lord's servant. She positions herself in the place of, hey, I'm ready. I'm a servant. Whatever, whatever it takes, I'm here. Let's do this. May your word to me be fulfilled. See, she had the, the faith and the vision, the ability to see this to be fulfilled and the purpose of God over her life and just said, I'm in. Let's do this. It was like, you know, I'm not 100% sure what this will look like. You know, virgin births and the future and carrying the Messiah. However, I'm willing. I'm open. I'm in. And the purpose was far greater than her personal agenda, her personal comfort. You know, she probably threw away right there the, the condo in the countryside and the, and the easy life with Joseph. You know, she had to run, she had to flee uh, into Egypt. And, and we know the, the stories of Mary and Joseph and, and what they went through to carry the Saviour, to carry Jesus the Messiah into this world. But she made a way. There was this willingness to make a way. And let me tell you that, that you are favoured by God. The favour of God is upon you and the Holy Spirit still comes, even in this day and age, 2,000 years, and he comes, he hovers, and he dwells, and he seeks permission. So how do you receive the Holy Spirit? How do you enter into this? You just ask and you're open. Just come, Holy Spirit, fill me again, refresh me, make me new. Hopefully you won't become pregnant, um, but maybe you become pregnant with a new vision. Maybe we become pregnant with the goodness of God. See, one of the things around Advent is, is in the traditional churches, is the lighting of the candle. See, Isaiah, uh, he prophesied, he says, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in a land of, of deep darkness. A light has dawned. See, Isaiah the prophet, he declares that there's a light is coming. And then when Jesus comes to this earth, he says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. 
See, Jesus declares, he is the light of life. He brings light to the darkness. And when we have the Holy Spirit, it brings light. On the Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus talks about, and he tells us, he says to us, he says, you are the light of the world, a city on the hill. See, you are the light. At this Christmas, can I encourage you to bring light and life and goodness. Wherever you are, spread goodness, spread joy. See, the power of the Holy Spirit is upon you. You carry the supernatural power of God. And I want to encourage you to be expectant. Expectant that the goodness of God will flow. Be expectant going into 2022. Who knows what will happen? But let's just say, Lord, I'm your servant. Available, I'm here. Let me pray for you. Dear Lord, I thank you. Lord, you're a great God. Lord, that you came to this earth so that we may have life and have life more abundantly. Lord, fill us again and again with your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Amen.